You're listening to 66.6 FM Radio TOVH The Flush Oh yeah, welcome back to another thrilling episode of the Total of Hell Radio Show It's me, Joe Thrashenkill, joined of course by the 365 Days of Horror Or as I like to call him, Jordan Jordan, how are you? I'm good, Joe, how are you? I'm good, uh, you know why I'm good especially? It is above zero degrees this week. Uh, it is. It is actually be- still below freezing here in Texas, though. So that's not so great. Uh, but it's not like icing, which is good. Uh, no, I am good because I went and got a big ass box of our brand new Toilet of Hell t-shirts. Ooh, now, how do they look? They look really good. And if you were one of the people who wisely invested a few bucks with me, you will get one of those in your mailbox here within a week or two. If you were not, sucks to fucking suck, loser. I mean, we could just like open up a store and people can buy them whenever they want. Yeah, but then I might have to pay taxes and I don't want to do that. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we know how you feel about paying taxes. As I tap on the patreon.com slash toilet of hell page and just seeing that money stay there forever. Uh, you know what? One of us may need a new kidney one day, in which case I will cash it all out and use it. <laughs> In which case, I'll kidnap you and stick you in a CD motel bathroom full of ice and take it. There we go. Bold of you to assume that my kidneys are going to be any good. Um, Mine are already bad, so. Yeah, there we go. Um, Let's, uh, so I I did order a few extras, uh, ones that I'm going to be giving to gifts to very special people. Uh, there is an incredibly limited number left over. If you really want one, you can email me. Maybe I have one. Maybe, maybe I don't, uh, just had a couple of extras just in case. Um, let me know what your size is. Maybe I got one for you. Maybe I don't, like I said, no promises. The only people who are guaranteed, guaranteed to get one are the folks who emailed me and ordered, but just wanted to get that all out there at the top of the show before I forgot. Okay. Any questions there, Jordan? Nope, no questions. I'm getting mine, so. Yeah, you're an XL, right? Uh, somewhere between L and XL. These are a little bit slimmer fitting, so maybe okay. maybe the X. Yeah, I think that's the right one for you. Um. Okay, okay. On with the show here. We're doing a uh, a themed episode here because it's been a it's been a while since we've done a themed one, right? At least a couple of episodes. They all kind of blend together at this point. Yeah, I think we've covered it all. Uh, what's the theme on this one, man? We are doing conspiracy theory songs and bands that are just stoked in conspiracy theories. Yes. If you will remember years ago, we did a conspiracy theory episode that was about conspiracy theories about uh, bands themselves. Uh, For example, uh, that, you know, Andrew WK was replaced by a different actor, you know, a year or two into his career, which is true. Uh, but uh, this or, is not- uh, was it Silencer who cut his hands off and replaced it with pig hoofs? Oh yeah, that one's so good. Um, this is not what that is. Instead, we are looking specifically at bands who have found themselves in the unenviable state of destroying their brains and wholeheartedly endorsing uh, dipshit conspiracy theories. Now, uh, before we we get out there, I know what you're thinking, but Joe, you believe in a number of conspiracy theories. That is true. <laughs> that is absolutely true. Uh, but the important thing here is to not let yourself get lost in the sauce. Um, I have a lot of thoughts about conspiracy theories. I, I assume you do as well. Uh, I mean, but what, what, what's what's your primary takeaway here? 
I tend not to believe them. I'm not saying like the government is on the up and up on everything, but it seems to be the most prevalent ones, the biggest ones, the loudest ones are usually perpetuated by people either trying to make a buck off of other people Oh, hell yeah. or you or you like actually have mental and emotional and psychological problems and you cannot face reality so you create a new one No, that that checks out definitely. I think that I I believe a number of things that go against the I guess official explanation of their their happenings. Um, you know, for example, the JFK assassination. I and you know probably about seventy percent of the population don't believe that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone and uh, you know doming JFK. Uh, the the difference between me and the people that hang out at Dealey Plaza uh, all day, every day uh, to this day uh, is that I don't think it actually makes that big of a difference. <laughs> Ultimately, Yeah, I suppose there's there, there's levels when it comes to these sorts of things where it's like, well, I don't necessarily think that's exactly what happened versus it was aliens right. or it was a secret cabal of the the richest, this type of group of people that are conspiring and pulling levers at the center of the earth to make things happen. Right. And in in some ways, you know, you can take this, um, you know, opposition to uh, a mainstream current saying, no, I don't believe what you're saying. Uh, and, 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 and in the process, kind of remove all power and responsibility from yourself. And that you can say, like, I am powerless in the face of this, you know, reptilian menace, <laughs> but I am very angry about it, uh, which I to which I, I would. I, I can't keep a I can't keep a job because the government has a weather machine that makes it rain every time I go out to apply. Correct. Uh, so in a way, you kind of neuter yourself there by buying too much into the bullshit. Uh, but it is a, it is a handy way to, you know, kind of uh, think about the world and maybe your powerlessness within it. Um, so many big things happen contra to what everybody wants. Uh, you know, every it, you can look around all the time and say, like, boy, it uh, sure does. Seem like a shame that uh, so many of us uh, live in poverty and uh, we don't have health care or anything like that. And uh, I guess you could uh, say yes, and it is because of the Jews, and that you know it would be a way to live your life. But I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really recommend it. Or you could say, you know, the world is a very complicated thing. The systems that we've built up here kind of have a mind of their own, and they operate without the influence of human power. Um, These these things cannot be shut off once they've started, and you know either way, it's it's not really a not really an empowering thing to do, is it? Yeah, I you know, it's it's certainly hard for the human mind to wrap around itself to understand tragedies or disasters or all these sorts of things. And, you know, it's only natural to feel powerless, but it's also natural to accept it <laughs> Sure. and to un understand that I am just one person. All I can do is like recycle my used bottles and cans. It's not planes dumping chemicals spraying everyone making the frogs freaking gay that's doing this sort of thing it's just well there's lots of things at play it's a large world there's lots of things involved that make it difficult to actually make any sort of progress and for me that's like well okay i understand that i accept that i'm going to live my life 
Whereas there's people uh, who really delve deep into like Reddit or internet message boards or Alex Jones, or in some case have crummy thrash and death metal bands make songs about it, that it's got to be some other evil uh, malignant force that's making this all happen. And a lot of that eventually boils down to a, a certain race or a certain group of people that are doing it. Yeah, and I feel like that is kind of due to the, I guess, uh, really massive influence of the protocols of the Elder of Zion, if we want to get back to like the 1800s, I would say, uh, in that, you know, th this was a particular piece of, you know, false propaganda dreamed up by, you know, um, you know, pretty pretty hateful Russian types to to pin the blame on all of our social ills within a crumbling, uh, you know, a crumbling monarchy uh, upon an out group, uh, which you know, uh, it, it doesn't necessarily always go back to blaming the Jews, but like the, if you look at this as a lodestone of the uh, the basis of all conspiracy theories, it really does help kind of make things make more sense in your mind, is it not? It does, and I think even when maybe people don't outright say it or outright blame the group of people, a lot of it can just still be traced back. It's uh, in modern times, a lot of language has been changed. Some people within these either hateful groups propagating uh, conspiracy theories or the people who just believe them will change the language around. So instead of saying it's Jewish people doing it, they say it's bankers right it's globalists and it's that change that we're dealing with now where some of these people sound more reasonable it's you know oh well they're not blaming everyone they're just blaming these people in suits who run banks and it's just like you're falling again into the cliches and into yeah. uh, the usual sorts of things it's just the names have changed but the the characters are still the same and for anybody that's ever listened to this show, you, you'll hear me say, like, when when you hear something crazy, I will say, yes, that part absolutely makes sense. And but we kind of fail in the follow through. So, you know, the bankers. And I always what, jump in and say, Joe, <laughs> don't you see what they're doing? But the the, the blaming the bankers to a semi reasonable person. Absolutely. The financialization of everything has made everything so much worse. I mean. I think you and I were talking about it the other day, like uh, they they killed Sports Illustrated. <laughs> uh, they with the three uh, parentheses around it, right? <laughs> I mean, like the financialization of everything, where the the rate of profit has to be such to keep anything open, and of course that's unsustainable for literally anything. So you have a a, uh, a beloved cultural imprint such as Sports Illustrated, or to a lesser extent, Pitchfork. Uh, that get folded up and destroyed uh, by the need for a ever ever falling rate of return. Uh, but what they mean by that is not like the um, the need for an ever expanding uh, rate of profit. But they mean for that is like that guy right there with kind of like a, a weird hook nose. <laughs> Does that make sense, Jordan? I wouldn't say it in such ways, but yes, I think people are falling into that trap. And uh, in the case of the show, we're going to be covering a lot of bands who have fallen into that trap or are just incredibly stupid 
or incredibly high all of the time and have bought into a lot of different yet somehow overlapping conspiracy theories. And it has come out in their albums, on their songs. You can read it in their interviews. You can look at it in their lyrics that we're going to talk about. And in some cases, you can look at the album artwork that they are putting out where this is right on display. Um, and I will say that this uh, is not necessarily something that is a uh, rich um, you know, fount to draw from creatively because the results that we see here is a lot of shit that sounds the exact same and they use the same shit for their cover art too. <laughs> it's like they're all in the same very stupid clubhouse and just yeah. kind of leaning over each, each other's shoulders looking from the same... A book written by a conspiracy theorist. Well, yeah, it's like, let's all put out a shit brown album that has a pyramid with an eye at the top and maybe some dollars everywhere. It's like, oh, I guess you could do that. I mean, there are lots of other things you could do as well, but okay, that's what you're doing. I see. Uh, so I guess that out of the way, where, where do you want to start with this, man? Oh, I, I, know where I know where exactly where to start with this, is this if this is okay. Uh, you, you reached out on, on Twitter and said, Hey, like, Hey, we're going to be doing this episode, you know, let us know, uh, about some, uh, some lesser known, uh, bands that, you know, have delved into topics of conspiracy. And then like 50 people all at once said, uh, what about Megadeth? Who? I've never heard of them before. This is the first time I've ever heard that name. Megadeth, you say? But they spelled death wrong. Is that right? Are you that, sure? That can't be right. Uh, to which I say, God damn, man, come on. <laughs> Help us out a little bit. Come on, man. We're we're old. We've been doing this a while. Like, oh, I'm I'm getting my nephew into heavy metal. What should I play for him? Has he heard Metallica? Has he yeah. heard Black Sabbath? Yes. <laughs> yes. Anyway, um, I mean Dave Mustaine himself has a long long, dumb, loud history of spouting conspiracy theories, oftentimes from the stage as people are recording him. Yep. And you can find those videos yourself and hear of all the awful things he has said over the years that I feel as time goes on, people forget about. And he's just really run the gamut across a hundred, you know, a hundred different things. Um, I remember him claiming that um, back when... Um, Barack Hussein Obama was president uh, that, you know, all, uh, a recent spate of mass shootings were actually a shadowy plot by his administration to uh, ban guns, uh, right. which I think was true. I think that's what actually happened, wasn't it? Yeah, no one has a gun anymore. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that was just one of the one of the many things. Uh, what are some others you remember? Uh, that was the like most recent-ish one. I think there was talk about AIDS being a conspiracy theory. I think so, too. Like yeah. Being sent over from Africa or some such nonsense. Uh, guns is the big one. I mean, and just generally, uh, I think a lot of thrash bands kind of had the same mentality, particularly in the 80s and early 90s with your Reagans and George Bush seniors of just government bad, nuclear war, pollution, all this sorts of stuff. All of those things and true, by like the a, way. <laughs> sure. But I think there was kind of some of those people like a Dave Mustaine or like a, maybe like a Dan Lilker who kind of kept going at it. Like they didn't stop. 
it wasn't like, okay, it's the nineties. Maybe we should try to do something else. It was, uh, actually this is what's happening. This is what we believe. And, uh, you could just go to a place like metal archives and look for, I think under themes, you could do it or just song titles, just look up new world order and, or NWO. And there's dozens and dozens and dozens of songs from these bands, where the I guess the basic conspiracy theory is that there is some sort of shadowy plot that is going to take over all the governments of the world, and it's going to be one spooky government that controls everyone and everything, and I don't know, turn everyone's head into a television set where there's just static on it and <laughs> no thoughts, and you're going to have to eat some sort of pink gl gluey base. You're going to eat the uh, bugs, Jordan. Life. Yeah, you got to eat the bugs, yeah. live in the pot, or whatever the fuck these idiots are saying now. Sure. Um, and that's that's a that's another thing, man. Like this this new world order thing is so common. Uh, you see it all the time, and the thing is that there has never been one decent piece of art that's ever come of this. It is all carbon copy fucking th uh, pieces. The exact same band, every every band that does it, everything that they try to do, new world order, et cetera. It's the exact fucking same. Uh, really the laziest of all of the conspiracy theory types, I would say. I don't, I don't know if you have a preference here, but that's, that's by far my least favorite one. I think that's like the easiest one. Mm -hmm. It is, this happened, oh, it's because there's going to be a new evil government that's going to take over everything. Mm -hmm. Like it's the, the simplest one. It doesn't require any thought. It's just, oh, things are being controlled by these other people and any minute now I'm going to check my watch and, and it's going to happen. It's the same thing with like the QAnon stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. When the Patriots are in control, I guess the exact right. opposite. <laughs> I did see for uh Dave Mustaine conspiracy theories. I had forgotten about this one in 2021. Dave Mustaine rails against mask mandates. This is called tyranny. A lot of tyranny back in 2021. Um, it's it's kind of it's kind of wild to me that I I I've been seeing a lot more of the um, masks equal tyranny, Fauci equal the devil things like here in in 2024, uh, and it's been met pretty you know reasonably with a bunch of people saying shut the fuck up you're you're so far beyond the times now. <laughs> We're still doing this, yeah. And for some of them, yes, they're still doing it. Like uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, still <sighs> still trying to make it happen right now. Uh, I can't wait to see him uh, get back on the field and immediately shatter his MCL again. And then just rub some magic mushrooms on his gaping wound. Yeah. Uh, I really hope he never plays again. Um, but yeah, just folks like that. Uh, the, the people who can't let go of the pandemic, even though, you know, it's the pandemic's still going or whatever, but we're, we've all agreed to just close our eyes and pretend it's fine. That's We've all made that collective decision you got to jump on board that's how it works um what so i think thing of course about like uh megadeth you know the salad days of the the 80s are are long since gone but you know you still have this old man that has to has to keep carrying on he doesn't strike me as a particularly big reader of course so he fell in with like you know the Alex Jones types, like he, he's he's bros with Alex Jones. It makes sense that this is the kind of shit that he spends his twilight years thinking about. What, as we say, stuck on the bus looking at their phones. Right. So what, what's what's more like appalling to me is when you have like a young guy that gets into this shit. Like 
you have so much of your life ahead of you. Why are you jumping in with this, you know, grandpa shit? You could be, you know, doing something fun. You could you do drugs and water ski, you know? <laughs> Stuck uh, on the bus, nothing better to do. Looking at laptops and just falling down the algorithmic hole. So um, there's a band that I hadn't thought about in years. Uh, but I believe it was Metal Shane uh, alerted us to this. Uh, do you remember The Faceless? I remember everyone constantly leaving The Faceless and getting replaced and leaving The Faceless and the main guy having like serious drug problems mm -hmm. and never being able to like finish shows or albums. But people sure did love that Planetary Duality album when it came out. They did. Uh, and I guess, um, you know, The Faceless, not for me. Uh, I don't think they're a band for you either, right? Nah, I'm, we're not tech death people. We're not purple album cover people. No, you know, you, for me, you could hear a song go like, "Yes, you can wiggly deedly very fast." That's nice. I don't need an hour of this. Uh, but you know, I I I was a, familiar uh, with planetary duality for years. Uh, you know, not real, not really my thing. Uh, but I had no idea that it was uh, based on uh, Children of the Matrix. Are you familiar with Children of the Matrix? I've only seen, I think, the first three Matrix movies, so no, I haven't seen the sequel yet. Really, you just need the first one. That's fine. Uh, no, that's actually a uh, book by uh, David Icke, uh, or Icky, if you prefer. Uh, are you I familiar? Prefer. With, yeah, are you familiar with the uh, David Icky? I'm only familiar with him, I think, through you and talking <laughs> about him on this show. Boy, I've done my work here. Uh, <laughs> what's what is there to say about David Icky? Uh, he used to be a uh, a pro soccer player, and then uh, as his career ended, as all things do, uh, he devoted himself to something that he could uh, occupy his mind with. Uh, which is to say, far out theories about, well, reptilians mostly. I think is is the best way of describing it. Um, I don't much care for the guy's work. Uh, you know, he's he's prolific as hell. Lots and lots of theories out there so far. Uh, lots of predictions that none have really come true. Uh, but it it, it all uh, goes back to that kind of protocols thing and that there is a shadowy out group that controls all aspects of your life and will someday uh snap and eat your head uh you know it's kind of like an invasion of the body snatchers things that this secret um race of aliens are going to body snatch 90 percent of the population and then one day uh, when you least expect it, you, of course, the 10% remaining, of course, you're going to be one of the 10% remaining, uh, will be enslaved uh, by these reptilioids. Um, and this is a this is a particularly heinous strain of anti-Semitism in that it is literally making people into horrible monsters, mm -hmm. like otherworldly, either alien or underground dwelling lizard people. And it's like, Whenever people say like, oh, my lizard brain or oh, these are lizard people, it, it kind of makes me cringe a little bit because it's like, ah, um, I don't know if you really know like the origins of that sort of thought, saying. But I it, honestly thought lizard brain was a way of describing it as a separate from a mammalian brain where like you are motivated solely by like 
the instinct to find a warm rock to sit on. <laughs> and again, it's it's like you got to finish reading. You got to keep going with that sentence. For a lot of people, it's that, 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 because ah. it's not just on the surface. It's just like, oh, like I am no longer a mammal. It is these this certain group of people that we already do not like and do not trust and want to blame all our problems on are not human. Uh, yeah, the dehumanization thing, probably not something that's a good idea, even though I guess we probably do it on, I do it on a weekly basis when I talk about pe people in air quotes like Ronnie Radke. <laughs> um, but uh, in regards to the faceless, there is an LA Weekly article that was very helpful. The 10 best metal bands for conspiracy theorists. That is very and helpful. There is this little blurb on the faceless. Although there have been numerous lineup changes over the years in this LA based death metal band, the music has always been inscribed by the sounds of aggressive extreme metal, and the lyrics have always been esoteric and mind boggling. Take, for example, the band's second album, 2008's Planetary Duality. This record is a solid slab, mm. ding, slab of technical death metal with hints of prog and metalcore. But the subject of this concept album is an ancient race of demonic alien hybrids known as reptilians who have taken over humanity through the bloodlines of the elites. Mm -hmm. Best the way of going about it, if you ask book. me. The album is based on the book, The Children of the Matrix, by British author and researcher David Icke, who claims that all forms of power in the world today are traced back through the Illuminati to these reptilian shapeshifters. Their ultimate agenda is to exterminate 90% of the world's population of humans and enslave the rest. Songs like Prisonborn, The Ancient Covenant, and Legion of the Serpent all give listeners a brutal face full of technical death metal and apocalyptic mythical out-of-this-world lyrics. Let me ask you this, Jordan. Have you seen the entire run of The Matrix? Oh, sorry, fuck, I'm stupid. Uh, the X-Files? Yes, I actually just finished the entire run uh, within the past year, watching all the movies, all the episodes, including the last season. I've actually I paused it because I need to watch the first movie before I can continue. <laughs> uh, it so, it kind of stops being fun once they get into like the series long conspiracy theory with like Mulder and his father and yeah. the world's going to blow up because of alien blood. It was it was more fun when it was the monster of the week stuff. No, I absolutely adore uh, the monster of the week episode. So when it's focused on like the stuff that has to bring the plot forward, I kind of cringe because it really does. Is, you know, I'm you're further along than I am. I can't tell you exactly, but it does seem to devolve around like the ruling elites of this planet have made a deal with a shadowy alien race who are going to colonize the world. Is that not is that incorrect or am I missing that's, something? That's pretty that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Which sucks. <laughs> I, I I like instead uh Giovanni Rabisi like being a fire starter. <laughs> or uh the uh, chubby catcher from the sandlot is a vampire yeah that one rules uh or ooh, uh the uh, modern day prometheus one where at the end uh, they decide the story sucks so they see uh share perform <laughs> walking in memphis yeah the famous black and white episode that kind that of glosses over uh a deformed person raping a bunch of women you know don't ruin the ending of that one for me <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's that's what I'm getting at here. Like there there are lots of there are lots of elements throughout of that throughout fiction. And I guess David Icke decided like, what if that was actually real? And the answer is, it sounds super lame, man.
like keeping it within the realm of the X-Files is kind of already bordering around lame. So uh, this, you know, writing out dozens of books where you expound upon these theories as they come to you. Uh, and then some guy in his 20s picking them up and be like, you know, this actually makes a lot of sense. Uh, it's kind of pathetic if you think about it. I'm a big, stupid idiot, and this makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I, I I don't know. I, I think that uh, I, I've known a lot of people that like, you know, got a, a fun little thrill uh, out of reading uh, bits of uh, Icky over the years. But I think as a whole, the entire package is not so much fun as just deeply pathetic. See, I don't even... I don't even see the point in like dipping your toe into this sort of thing. Even if it's just like, I don't believe this. I want to have a laugh. It just, I don't know. You could spend your time doing better things or you do run the risk of tripping into believing some of this stuff. I think, you know, I'm, I'm kind of an old school uh, at heart with this and that I believe if you're going to read, you know, these paranoid uh, ramblings with, you know, delusions of grandeur, uh, you should read Dianetics instead. Um, you know, Elron Elron Hubbard didn't actually believe this shit, but he was deeply invested in fucking people's wives. <laughs> Seems to be a basis for a lot of these things in the 60s and 70s cult. It sure was, huh? Something to think about. Anyway, uh, moving on here a little bit. Where, where else should we talk? Where else should we move? Well, the Faceless weren't the only band to delve heavily into this David Icky character. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a Band we've talked about for a while. I think we more or less have an entire episode dedicated. Matt Pike from High on Fire is big into the icky. He is big into the icky. Um, Matt Pike is um, he's good at the guitar. We got to get that out of the way. He's a very good guitar player. And I got to say, I don't really care for any other part of him. <laughs> I think uh, out of all the songs I've listened to, one has been decent for me. Snakes of the Divine. Uh, devolution. Yeah, that one's good. Yeah. Um, the the opening riff on Snakes of the Divine is so badass, though. But speaking of Snakes of the Divine, <laughs> uh, that's a direct reference to uh, the icky uh, reptilian bloodline creation. Uh, which we, is, uh, we should call this the icky shuffle. I love that. I love that idea. Let's do that. When bands get into the icky shuffle, this is what happens. Uh, there was an interview that Matt Pike had done um, around the time of Snakes of the Divine being released with something called Hit the Lights. And this is at the very beginning of the interview. Great. High on Fire issued its fifth studio album, Snakes of the Divine, in late February 2010. And you talked about the songwriting process for that album and how the album itself came to be. And right off the bat, he says, I was reading some weird David Icky shit. We were working on music and trying to make a new record. That's how it really came to be. The title Snakes for the Divine is based on the premise that Adam and Eve weren't the first people on Earth and Adam actually having a wife that was a reptilian named Lilith. Hmm. They were the first two people to actually take the reptilian DNA and make shape-shifting human beings that go between the fourth dimensional, the Anunkai, and human beings. Eventually, from ancient Mesopotamia, this spawned a thing called the Illuminati, the Enlightened Ones, coming up through the centuries and choosing the kings, controlling your media, controlling your banking, blah, blah, blah. It's just a theory at most points. I thought it would make a great metal song, so I just went ahead and started writing about that. That's how the record came about as far as the theme. 
blah, 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 talking about the song. And then the interview just doesn't go back to that ever again. It just talks about collaboration and good playing guitar. Well, I mean, like, good thing in the last 14 years, he hasn't become, like, more and more uh, focused on that shit. Right. It has only gotten worse from there. And uh, we talked at length about the article that interviewed him where he just is, his brain is as rotten as his teeth when it comes to this sort of thing. Uh, yeah, he uh, he really it's probably it's probably too late at this point, but he should have taken better care of himself. This is uh, this is not going to last much longer, unfortunately. If you're at the point where you're losing toes, you you're in a bad spot. Um, yeah, I don't I don't want to focus too much more on on Matt Pike. I find it kind of kind of sad. Uh, and again, we've covered it as well. Uh. Who who else can we talk about here, though? We won't talk about it for long, but another person we're talking about is Wino from The Obsessed, just rotten with conspiracy theories, especially in the past few years with COVID, killing the guy from Trouble, giving him yeah. COVID while they're on tour and not getting vaccinated. Um, if you really wanted to, you could look into more of the ridiculous things he's said. Um. It's it's a shame uh, because, uh, you know, as we mentioned, he did uh, more or less kill his friend uh, and then uh, did not feel a shred of, uh, I don't know, reflection uh, when asked about it after that. And they're going on tour again, and I'm sure he's still not vaccinated. Well, I mean, I guess you don't have to be now. Uh, nobody's going to make you do it. No one's going to make you do it, but you can still die. Uh, him especially. He is what we would consider yes. a high-risk individual. Uh, but again, that's, that's not fun. That's, that's he's being fun a while ago. Um, how about this one? This is a band that's currently making a comeback right now. Uh, I was familiar with them, uh, in passing years and years and years ago, uh, as a MySpace band. And then yep. something happened where a bunch of people tried to get me to take them seriously. And of course I, I refused yep. to do that outright. <laughs> We, we are metal fans of a certain age where we are old enough to remember where they were a crummy MySpace band. And since they have somewhat improved, at least playing wise, that people have insisted that they're good. And we go, wait a minute. <laughs> they were just over here making crummy metalcore. It's been like 20 years and I'm never going to fucking let it go, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you should, especially because the name is terrible. Uh, yeah, that would be one job for a cowboy. I got a job for you right here. Hey, Jfac, uh, if you will. So Jfac, uh, again, I never seriously engaged with this band because why would I? Uh, but apparently, they they have been uh, been on this this tip for a while, where they're into uh, uh, what it was apocalyptic apocalyptic imagery and such like that. Uh, what's, what's the, what's their whole fucking deal, Jordan? Yeah, I think with, uh, particularly with metal, there's a lot of like broad language that is used. Like how many songs are there about war or oh. the world ending? Right. And it's sometimes it's difficult to like really put your finger on what they're singing about. Like war is very generic, but then you, you know, like a, you have a band like Marduk who was like, War is actually good. Let me tell you about like the burning of the Reichstag. Wink, wink, <laughs> wink. 
And like that happens a lot uh, with some of these bands, uh, particularly when you start to get more technical, you kind of get like planetary stuff, science, like those sort of themes. And again, like by and large, a lot of those bands like aren't really saying anything. It's not like a nefarious conspiracy. It's just I opened up my eighth grade textbook and these were cool words that were in it. Right. Um, but for Job for a Cowboy, again, from this L.A. Weekly article. Since their inception in 2003 in, in Arizona, Job for a Cowboy sound has evolved from metalcore into a technical, progressive, and brutal-as-hell death grind machine. Uh, cite your sources on that one. <laughs> They've used their relentless, in-your-face sound to highlight some very frightening themes, such as the real use of implanted RFID chips, mm -hmm. which some Christian groups have likened to the biblical notion of the mark of the beast, and a sign of the apocalypse. Sure. Like Genesis, ruination, and democracy. democracy Terrible. All Take highlight issues such as the New World Order's enslavement of humanity, the secret societies that control all governments and wage all wars, and the massive erosion of civil liberties since 9-11. Hmm. Well, <clears throat> the New World Order again, that's, that's a thing that you could talk about. The enslavement of humanity by the New World Order and the secret societies and such. And then, of course, there's the massive erosion of civil liberty since 9-11, which maybe maybe you could have focused on that solely. But I think uh, the thing is, if they're doing this other stuff that you know the massive erosion of civil liberty since 9-11, dot, 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 is because... Right. Dot, dot, dot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's, it's just, not just... It's not just Bush and Cheney did this thing and we got to fight back. It's you know, Bush and Cheney are part of an evil cabal that uh, lives on a space station beyond the moon. I don't know, man. The RFID chip thing is especially quaint, I guess, nowadays. Like, oh, yeah, man, like uh, the shit that's in your fucking credit cards. Like, it's, it's fine. <laughs> well, it's like people who wrap their phones in tinfoil or something like that to block out 5G beams or whatever nonsense that they're believing in this week. Yeah, we're on some new Gs right now. You you can never catch up. So I find I find it dull. I find it very dull. Again, the new world order thing. I I think if anything, it's too general to be interesting. I think that it helps to get really really specific with your conspiracy theory to to get me like to to jump onto it. You, uh, you want names, names want, and places and dates. I do, and if it's okay with you. Uh, you you found a few things here that I think are are terribly interesting because they are so specific that like, you know, it's more fun. So just like for example here, uh, you found you found an awful awful thing. You found many awful things here. Uh, how about uh, this band uh, called Skull and Bones, which itself very interesting. Great grounds to work from here. Uh, you're familiar with Skull and Bones, of course, right? This is what the Yale group, the Secret yes. Society, where it's just a bunch of you know lame, rich white guys that paddle each other's asses and become CEOs. Well, they all, uh, I think part of Skull and Bones is I believe that they have the skull of Geronimo, and I think they put their dicks into it, if I'm not mistaken. Like, sure, I'm, I'm not making, not. I'm not making that up. <laughs> and it wasn't. Um... Remember the Don't Taze Me guy? Don't Taze Me guy. Don't Taze right. Me, bro. Yeah. Uh, I think he was asking John Kerry about Skull and Bones. 
That's the wrong person to ask. John Kerry wasn't in Skull and Bones. George W. Bush was, though. Right. (laughs) But that's where the don't tase me bro comes from. I believe he was asking about that. Ah. Um, Skull and Bones, again, real group uh, for real uh, rich uh, Nepo babies to, again, defile the corpse of uh, Indian hero. Uh, Which, you know, is awful on its own, uh, but, you know, it's it's one of those things that like engenders so much to the imagination. For example, I don't know if you actually remember the Skull and Bones movie from the '90s with uh, Ryan. I remember Filippi. the name of it. I didn't see it. Uh, I did. It wasn't very good. Not ter- not terribly interesting. And again, it affords a level of menace to what is ultimately a bunch of fucking dorks that is unre- you know is not not deserved. Um, yeah, it's not like it's not like they fucked a pig like David Cameron. It's very similar though. Uh, these uh, these degradation ceremonies of the Illuminati. Um, anyway, the, uh, the Skull and Bones band here. Uh, this is not a band that any of you out there will have ever heard of for any good reason, right? Uh, this is some shit that's on YouTube. The only way that people know about this, and uh, one of our writers actually reminded me that this existed, is they have a song called Fake Moon Landing, mm-hmm. and it is hilariously bad music video. It is very bad. Uh, music is very bad. Uh, mm-hmm. But and when we're talking about conspiracy theories and my complaint that they're too general, fake moon landing is exactly what I'm looking for. I want you to tell me what your complaint is and why. So with this, the moon landing was faked. Uh, I've, I, I mean, I've that's something I've, I've heard uh, over and over again uh, from people over the years uh, for, I don't know exactly the, the reasons for faking it change from person to person. Uh, for example, wanting to believe that our capabilities, like the United States uh, space travel capabilities, were far greater than the Soviets at the time. That's the most common one that I've heard. Have you, have you heard any, any folks on this? Uh, you know, it was done in a movie studio lot in Hollywood so that we could like beat the Russians. Mm-hmm. Kubrick uh, was the director. Right, of course, sure. Um, um, I think that's the main one. And beyond that, it's just kind of trickled down to all sorts of, you know, to sell us, uh, was it dehydrated ice cream and yeah, yeah. space shoe or moon shoes and sell TV shows about outer space and movies like Star Wars. Um, so that uh, all of that out of the way, can we read the lyrics of fake moon landing by Skull and Bones? Yes. And if you're curious, people can look at the video and go into the user who uploaded it, Carl Spartacus, because this isn't the only video. This isn't the only song. And the channel also delves into like his vocal covers of like rainbow and then like video game playing and then more conspiracy theories. It's just a real sad hole to fall down. Um, the, the quality of the video here, like again, I, I wish you guys could see this. So, uh, I will link to this in the description so you can go watch it itself. Uh, Very high production values, well worth your time. No stars in the sky. Sun many times bigger than Earth it resembles. The shadows converge in many different ways as on a big stage. A rock marks C 
as it was a stage prop. Cam crosshairs behind things. Aldrin can't succeed to land with the lunar module. 50 per 50 chance to die on descent. The lunar module was too tight to operate inside with that spacesuits. They took thousands of photos and six missions to the moon as they had no other work to do. Just went to shoot. <laughs> sure. U.S. flags swayed on the moon, but in the moon, there's no air. How is this possible? Astronauts jumped and moved like they were being shoot at low speed footage. Fake moon landings. So they mud us fools. Fake moon landings. Why we didn't go back. Fake moon landings. Just went in black projects. Fake moon landings. When will they tell the truth? Uh, not, not exactly A B A B rhyming scheme there. Yeah. Um, to be fair, uh, this was uh, an ESL song. is done by Brazilians, uh, and there may be a, like a learning disability there. <laughs> you know, uh, iambic pentameter. What do you think? Moon landing, real or fake? What do you got? Real. Mm -hmm. Some may argue, but yes. Um, argue all you want <laughs> was it uh, I remember in I think it was Buzz Aldrin's final years he punched a guy in the fucking nose who got in his face saying that the moon landing was fake yeah it was I he was a congressman too at one point but uh, I think this was somewhere in the 2000s or he was just being harassed by someone this wasn't the first time where it was just giving him a hard time about the moon landing and there's video of it. You can see it on YouTube of this, whatever he was, 60-something, 70-something-year-old man just blasting a guy in the face with a punch. Uh, very he funny. was right to do so. Yeah, he was. I got I to gotta give him proof there. I got to give him props there. Um, How about, where do you want to move from here, Jordan? Is there something you want to uh, jump on? Uh, One that I wanted to talk about that I had remembered, and it kind of came out and I feel like only a few people really took notice of it was a death metal band. I believe they might've been on metal blade at some point out of Massachusetts called abnormality. And uh, they I, are no I remember longer a band anymore. I remember abnormality. Um, even though they sounded like every other fucking band. Yeah. I remember those guys. Yes. They had a, a little bit of attention to them for one reason or another. Uh, but this song that they put out that is always stuck in my brain is like, how did this make it onto the album? How has no one said anything about it? Off the album Sociopathic Constructs, the song was a catastrophic and catalyzing event. Now, on the surface, a name like that, like you don't think anything of it. It's not very obvious, like some of these other songs that we'll talk about in a few minutes. But I'll just read you the lyrics from it. This day of reckoning, this changes everything. Life as we know it will never be the same. Brace for imminent upheaval, definite, definitive evil, a false flag to place the blame. Well, that's not good. An act of organized chaos streaming to the masses, programming this enormous lie, precision-guided weapons disguised as hijacked planes hmm. without a single soul inside. Hold up. <laughs> Hold up. <Yeah. laughs> um, I immediately... Uh, I'm not I'm not a big 9-11 conspiracy theory guy, which is what this clearly is. Um, but I'm pretty familiar with most strains of it. Uh, I was not previously familiar with the idea that the hijacked airplanes uh, were actually empty. 
They're empty and full of specialized missiles or something. Hmm. Expanded theater of warfare, trampling sanity, a catastrophic and catalyzing event for the new century. Targeting twin monoliths, devastation symbolic. First responders climbing, swallowing a fear most will never taste, just to find the violent commotion of secondary explosions. Detonating in strategic sequence, consuming structural frame. A massive control demolition turns everything to dust, a scorching cloud of concrete and bone, providing needed outrage to justify the global rampage of a shadow government posing as our own, expand the theater of warfare, trampling sanity, a catastrophic and catalyzing event for the new century. To break the will of millions, provide a worthy villain, violently kill civilians on every television. Vaporize 3,000 lives in the blink of an eye, nothing to find, unidentified. Evil exists, dispatching death wherever life persists. Government, the mask worn by the worst terrorists. Pulverize impossible demise of permanent design, steel liquefied, erased from the sky. Evil exists, dispatching death wherever life persists. And here we go. Government, the mask worn by the worst terrorists, Zionists, dual citizens, with covert purposes, government, the mask worn by the real terrorists. Um, I got I got no um no particular love for uh, Zionism as an idea, but this in this context here is particularly insidious, is it not? <laughs> and the thing is, like this song and other death metal conspiracy, like you don't know what they're saying when right. these songs come in. It's you know, it's one of the complaints of the average non-metal listener. Oh, how can you understand what they're saying? And we usually blow it off. Like, well, you can, you can read the lyrics, but for this particularly style of like brutal death metal, you really don't pick up on the stuff until you read it and you see it's like really awful, horrible things. So um, some of the, uh, the common, I guess not common, very fringe now that I think about it, uh, conspiracies surrounding 9-11, I've heard, uh, were both um, the the idea that they were dancing Israelis. Have you heard that one before? There's that, and then there's also the dancing Arabs on top of buildings in New Jersey like Donald Trump lied about. I I think it has been... Uh, there's also like uh, what the Mossad agents, I think, are that people say were found. Right. It's all horrible, insidious lies again. And when these people and these songs bring up Zionist or Zionism, they're not talking about like the actual political beliefs or movements. They are just using another word for Jews. This this is this is horrific. But uh, hear me out here. The the guy from Abnormality, whoever wrote these lyrics is clearly, you know, whatever. Uh, but the imagery that he writes here, first responders climbing, swallowing a fear most will never taste, just to find the violent commotion of secondary explosions detonating in strategic sequence, consuming the structural frame. That's actually very good uh, imagery that he builds up right there. <laughs> like uh, yeah, he's, he's a real poet. He can paint with all the colors of the wind. Awesome. Uh, I, I again, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard that one before. That like first responders were climbing into the ruins and then finding like landmines uh, detonated throughout or whatever. But so that's that's a new one to me as well. But uh, again, interesting imagery there uh, could be used for you know your screenplay or whatever. 
Which is probably what this pulled from. It probably pulled from some YouTube 9-11 conspiracy theory video. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's almost certainly true. <laughs> and, you know, it's people who are like circling, like, see this explosion here taken from someone's uh, crappy camcorder as they were running away from the building falling down. That is clearly uh, a bomb exploding and jet fuel doesn't melt steel and all this other nonsense. Was it loose change that posited that the uh, jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams? I can't remember. It's been a lot of know. years. Like I say, I stay away from all this stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, I have not heard from abnormality in years, to be honest with you. Did this have they anything to do with it? Probably not. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yes, the, they were getting too close, so the government forced the crummy death metal band to break up. You never know. You have no idea. Uh, what else? What else do you want to talk about here? Do we want to stay on the 9-11 route? Shit, why not, man? I did find that there is, and I want to clarify, this is not the American version. <laughs> There's a band named Zenosis. It's not the one we've covered on the website and like done premieres for. So this is a UK. You put this on our shared Google Drive and I'm like, huh. Until you told me this morning, oh yeah, not that one. <laughs> it is a different band named Zenosis. This one's from the UK who put out one album who has songs like Builder Burger King and Building Seven. See, Builder Burger King uh, is a funny name, but I just don't believe these guys actually have a sense of humor here. No, uh, and I mean, this is like the only album they did and the artwork, of course, has the little pyramid with the eye and the... Um, uh, what symbol is this again? You mean like the Masonic uh, compass? Right, Masonic, whatever. Yeah. Compass, things like that. Yeah, it's so it's one of those bands. I only put out one of these albums, but it's just like, you know, for uh, abnormality, a catastrophic catalyzing event can be anything as far as the title. Right. Building seven can only be one thing. Only one, I'm afraid. <laughs> uh, this has a. This has 191 views on YouTube, dude. <laughs> and two of those are from us. Um, so what, what do you make of Building 7 here? Uh, like a lot of these other songs, it's shit. It sounds yeah, it's, bad, it's stupid. It's not very good. Um, uh, keeping, keeping on the 9-11 route... Uh, another band that someone told us about on Twitter was I Dream of Apocalypse. And much like Zenosis, they're not clever or hidden with the lyrics of their songs, particularly the song 9-11 is a fucking lie. Hmm. I wonder what they mean by that. <laughs> what could it be about? I don't know. And I mean, they have other ridiculous songs like they have one specifically about Obamacare called Obamacare Scofflaw. Scofflaw? Scofflaw. Yeah, that's now a that's... word that's not used anymore. Boy, I'm going to start working that one into my uh, lexicon there. In, in our Scott-themed Obamacare band. <laughs> and like they have a recent song called Don't Mask, Don't Tell. So this is what we're dealing with with one of these bands. Um, but as far as 9-11 is a fucking lie goes, uh, some of the lyrics are... <clears throat> They say that Al-Qaeda snuck into this country and attacked us by surprise on 9-11. So we invaded the Middle East to protect the homeland, but they left our border wide open. So many lies, so much corruption. Will anyone stand up for the truth? 
The media says that everything's fine, but 9-11 is eating our generation alive. 9-11 is a lie, and we know it. Everything you try to sell us is bullshit. I'll be a corpse before your slave. These thought crimes you'll have to pry from my cold, dead brain. The thought crimes. <laughs> when the Twin Towers fell, they said it was the planes, but nothing hit Building 7 and it collapsed anyway. And when CNN and the BBC reported it came down, you could still see it on the screen. <laughs> Controlled demolition, remotely controlled planes, NORAD stood down because of war games. Airline put options, <laughs> Mossad spies, what hit the Pentagon's empty side in molten metal passports survive. Cell phones couldn't even make calls from that high. 9-11 is a fucking lie. You can't refute the video evidence. You can't refute the truth. Again, I wonder what they're trying to say here. Ultimately, it's one of those things like uh, these guys are pretty clearly uh, passionate about this, right? Um, I This is all they care about, just them and their thoughts. And I assume their uh, divorce proceedings. What's it? Yeah, it's just another example of how disempowering buying into this shit is. Like if you believe, you know, that the official narrative of 9-11 is incorrect, I'd be like, I don't know. I don't really know. Uh what happened couldn't tell you otherwise but we all know that like a bunch of people died and then that kicked off uh a bunch of a really horrific shit uh, and now we live here after all that horrific shit has been in progress for a long time it's like well do you want to get stuck in the semantics of like what was going on that day or do you want to engage with the reality that's around you right now i feel like it's a lot more useful to do the latter but I don't know. A lot of people, they just want to be like, you You can't triple stamp a double stamp or whatever. <laughs> it's like what Bobby Bacala said in The Sopranos. Mom really went downhill after 9-11. <laughs> I, think, I think for these people, it, that was the case for them. Like It was something so horrific. How could this possibly happen that their brains broke and that they couldn't be like, oh, well, a lot of these geopolitical reasons and religious, blah, blah, blah. There's an evil group out there that did this and they don't want you to know about it. And this is what really happened. And their brains are broken and they're stuck there forever. I mean, the way just the way that I see it is like real life is bad enough. Like what happened uh, between 9-11, the Patriot Act, killing like a million people in the Middle East at the very least, destabilizing the entire region. Like all of that shit's pretty bad. Why do you need to like make up a story to make it worse? I don't know. So it all ties together. So, you know, it's it so doesn't make sense that it makes sense to them. I guess that's the thing. Like, if it, does it have to, we have to create like little narrative structures to to try to tie a bow on things, but that's not how anything works. No, Nothing, of course not. But everything is it, a it's swarm easy. of chaos and you yourself are so very small and you're going to get fucking swept up by the tidal wave. You can't help it. So, I mean, just like fucking learn to deal with it. <laughs> It's the easiest thing. There's an evil group out there. That's why it's happening. And it's as time immemorial has been a thing used for as an excuse for oppression and pogroms and all sorts of awful things. So this particular band, I Dream of Apocalypse, they put out this uh, in 2012. Again, that's a good 11 years after 9-11 happened, still holding on to it. Uh, and on a similar theme, what you had just mentioned here, Obamacare scoff law. Uh, this was released. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Pick it, re it was released in 2020. Uh, I, I, 
feel like that's a little bit after Obamacare went into effect, but you know, what do I know? What do I, what do you I, you can't rush art, Joe. That's true. That's true. Uh, again, say what you will about Obamacare. Uh, this getting hum, hung up on it after the fact by a good, like eight years, that seems, seems uh, short-sighted. Does it not? It's these people who can't get over these things. Just we were talking about like COVID vaccines and masking. There's people who are still hung up on it where if you look around, like we're not killing over from just having a mask on for eight hours. We're not inhaling carbon dioxide like to, to the point where our brains are exploding and we're, our blood isn't boiling from vaccines. We're all alive and fine. Like get over it. And they can't. That's all they have. So this this particular song, Obamacare Scoff Law, is uh, you know about how they don't like Obamacare, right? Valid, mm-hmm. uh, and the, they consider mm-hmm. themselves scoff laws because they will not obey. But I believe at this point, the individual mandate had been like removed by the Trump administration, so like it's fine. You don't have to pay a penalty. Like nobody gives a shit. <laughs> and more and more people keep enrolling every year in it. So it's uh. It's one of these things like uh, our healthcare is just so fucking bad, man. Like, why are you getting hung up on this particularly? <laughs> I mean, you know why they just can't say the word out loud. Sure, sure. Uh, anyway, uh, we're never, ever, ever getting a better healthcare system here. So again, try to try to deal with it. Uh, we got just a little bit of time left on this one. I think we've been going an hour now. So is there a, is there a banger you want to close this with? Uh, there's so many, I think we might have to do a second show on this, depending on how people feel about it. Yeah. Let us know if you're digging this because, uh, we got, there's more, <laughs> we got a lot of shit to go through. How about, uh, how do you feel about chemtrails? I, I mean, I do not believe that chemtrails are a thing in that if you run outside with a bottle of vinegar and you spray it in the air, you're going to be protected from vapor dusting off of planes flying overhead. I, for me, uh, chemtrails is maybe the most like quaint and baby brained of all of the <laughs> conspiracy theories. Like I, I legitimately believe you have to be kind of stupid to buy into this. Uh, but just the other day, I still follow this uh, Facebook group uh, called, I think it's a Cedar Park Uncensored. Cedar Park is a small, uh, wealthy suburb just outside of Austin. Uh, that's just a hotbed of uh, suburban fascists complaining about everything under the sun. I-, I followed it years ago just because it was fun to see like the dentists and judges in the uh, nearby <laughs> community uh, say the most racist shit possible. Uh, and I like to screenshot everything. Anyway, uh, this one particularly uh, unwell uh, suburban fascist, uh, she uh, was posting a big tirade about uh, chemtrails. Just again, this may be a week ago now. So uh, something that still has some legs to it, unfortunately. Uh, the belief there that the particulate matter released by jets that, you know, when you look up in the sky, you see the white streaks. That is not, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, exhaust, uh, vapor, etc., is in fact uh, seeding the weather. Uh, so the the particular the complaint this lady had in Cedar Park the other day was that uh, you know it was freezing, uh, there was ice, and she thought that that was because the powers that be, whichever they may be, uh, in this case, uh, 
lion Joe Biden, uh, had commanded these jets to seed the skies above her house to make it cold there. I think that that's a succinct... Oh, oh that Joe Biden. That's about as succinct an explanation I can give as to this phenomenon. Uh, any questions there? Does anything not make sense for you? I mean, yes, but I, I think I understand what she thinks is happening. Uh, in terms of like what I've seen other people say chemtrails are, it's you know spraying chemicals on our food sure. or on us to sure. brainwash us for nefarious reasons. Right, right, right. Um, we, you know, everything in your environment is surrounded by hazardous chemicals, forever chemicals, things that you know will undoubtedly poison the poison the soil, the water, and you know your blood. Uh, so like. Again, what's baffling to me about this is like saying like, ooh, that stuff in the sky, that's what's killing me as opposed to everything else around you. As so, opposed to all the, all the sodium I eat and sugar I eat in a single day and I stand too. in front of the microwave. That too. Um, so uh, seeing this pop up on the list was a real blast from the past in a number of ways. Um, the band, who, who is the band here? Would this be Anvil? This is Anvil, again, a band that should have broken up many, many, many years ago. There's even a movie about it. I, I was, whenever Anvil comes up, I think of the Tyra Banks clip of like, we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. <laughs> and that's how I feel about Anvil, especially after seeing their very good documentary, Anvil, the story of Anvil. And like going back and listening to like their old records and like clearly having talent, being talented musicians and being lifelong friends and just being like relatively nice Canadian fellows. Just like, I want you to succeed. All these other bands you grew up with either broke up or became massive successes. And like, you're still trying to play shows. Um, they actually recently played here, I think within the past year. And I thought like, mm, I don't know, maybe I'll go like, maybe I'll interview them. Like, you know, why not? And then I remembered that they had this song and it kind of turned me off on the idea of wanting to talk to them. Uh, on a recent album they put out, uh, Legal at Last, which, oh boy, at least see the artwork before you think of that title because they're talking about marijuana. They're not talking about anything else. The, they the have cover a song art on called... this is outstanding, by the way. It's an angel yes. smoking a bong shaped like an anvil in the sky. Very good. Better than what Legal at Last could have been. If it was written uh, by, they had a uh, song... say, Ted Nugent. Exactly. They had a song called Chemtrails on it. <sighs> Chemicals. Oh, start again. Chemical concoction filling the air and sky. Political decisions don't care if you live or die. Control the atmosphere, climate, and what we breathe like a science experiment they're trying to achieve. Chemtrails poisoning the air. Chemtrails, you know it's not fair. Chemtrails poisoning the sky. Chemtrails, don't ask why. Vandals and hoodlums destroy and pollute the air, pretentious and arrogant, acting like they care. Wow. And the chorus comes in again. Insecticides and chemicals meant to serve us well. Cancer pharmaceuticals on the road to hell. Call it conspiracy, deny the real fact. Vanishing vapor trail, you know it's a murderous act. They say there's global warming, carbon dioxide to blame, yes. a raping of the money, stupidity, and shame. 
chemtrails poisoning the air, chemtrails, you know, it's not fair, chemtrails poisoning the sky, chemtrails, don't ask why. And then the outtrail, chemtrails, 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 chemtrails. I just love that, like, yes, they say that there's global warming, carbon dioxide to blame. And yes, 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 that is it. That is it. That is the true fact. That is the greatest problem facing anything in the world right now. And they're like, nope, chemtrails. <laughs> it's like we're all in agreement on that part. No, I, I think that they're trying to say they're dismissing that outright because it's actually just the chemtrails. I see. So carbon dioxide is your friend. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's what helps trees grow. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't expect much from a band that wrote a song and put out a music video about how they don't like their GPS. It's time to hang it up, fellas. That's that's my thought here. Probably time to let it go. It's time to hang it up about 30 years ago. Yep. Well, what do you think? Can we call it here? We can call it here. People can let us know if they want more of this. We did find a lot more, and we're always looking to have more of the ridiculous things that just kind of make us point their arms out and go, do you see this? Are you looking at this? Did you hear about this? Um, because I think it's useful and helpful to know. You know, you give these people money, you give them your time, and they think and believe things that aren't just ridiculous, but in a lot of cases can be harmful and even dangerous. And, you know, it's up to you. A song is a song. You can listen to it. No one will know that you're looking at YouTube on your incognito mode and listening to the song you like. But it's worth knowing that these things are out there and this is what they believe. And if you want to support or not, that's your choice. You can. You don't have to. But if you want us to do another episode like this, send us an email, totalofhell at gmail.com, totalofhellradio at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter, Blue Sky, Facebook, Instagram, and we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash toilet of hell. Yeah, I just want to point and laugh at these idiots that with these videos that have, uh, you know, 100 views and just the worst graphics you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> that too. It's you're wasting your life and you're not good at this. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, uh, leave us a comment. Uh, say something to us on social media, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We will see you next time.
You're listening to 66.6 FM, Radio TOVH, The Flush.